Strategic Living with Brian Holmes, episode number 19. Welcome everyone to the program today. It's wonderful to have you with us on the Strategic Living Podcast. My name is Brian Holmes and I am your host on this wonderful journey. We're all about transforming minds, developing leaders, and changing nations. We want to see you healed, your mind renewed and transformed. It's our desire to help you to discover all that God has uniquely created you to be. It's going to be a wonderful program today. As a matter of fact, we're talking about developing an attitude of thankfulness. And I trust it's going to be something that will inspire you and cause you to really think uh, as we're now entering into our Thanksgiving season. Well, make yourself comfortable and let's get started, everybody. Well, again, it's a delight to have you with us on the program today. If this is your first time with us on the podcast, we are so grateful, truly, that you have found us and that you have decided to listen in. And we invite you to be an active participant in this community. We really want to come alongside of each of you and add value to your journey, to your life. We want to help you to become all God's called you to be. I really believe that we're living in a day where great leadership is so desperately needed. And leadership is not position. It's not title. It really is about people being in their place, that place that God has uniquely crafted them to be in, and functioning on a level that is whole. It's it's there's all of you there. It's there's nothing missing, nothing broken. You're able to really perform, and I use that term very carefully, but to perform at your potential, not less than, not limited, but really at your true God-given potential. And that's what we want to see in your life. Well, today we have a wonderful topic that I think is so apropos for the season that we're in. As you well know, we are entering into what we call here in the States our Thanksgiving week. And uh, we call it Thanksgiving because it's about Thanksgiving. Yet, of course, as with most things in the Western Hemisphere, we have made it much more commercial and much more ceremonial than it is a true season of Thanksgiving. So today, I want to just offer you a few questions just to get us started here. I want to ask you, how often do you take time to consider the blessings in your life? Are you a chronic complainer and the way you view life is the glass always half empty. Well, here's another one for you to consider. How often do you express your gratefulness for others or even to others, those people that are in your life? How long has it been since you've expressed to someone, I need you to know I'm really thankful for you? Well, let me ask you this. Are you a person that possesses what is often referred to as an attitude of gratitude? Do you look at life and, and see everything from a pessimistic and negative place, what's missing, what you don't have, uh, who did something wrong? Or can you really look at life through the filter of, I have so much to be thankful for? Well, on this episode, as I've already mentioned, I want to share with you some thoughts about developing an attitude of thankfulness. I'd like to start today with a spiritual principle, and this will give us a, a great launching off place. 
Psalm 103, David's writings, the book of Psalms. Psalm 103. I'm going to read several verses here, but just listen closely if you will, and if you have a place to reference this, please do so. David says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget none of his benefits. What are those benefits, Brian? Well, it, it tells us right here in this great passage. Who pardons all of our iniquities. He heals all of our diseases. He redeems your life from the pit. Who crowns you with loving kindness and compassion. Who satisfies your years with good things. So that your youth is renewed like the eagle. The Lord performs righteous deeds and judgments for all who are oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses, his acts to the sons of Israel. How about this one? The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in loving kindness. He will not always strive with us, nor will he keep his anger forever. He has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his loving kindness towards those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. Just as a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. Wow. That is chock-a-block full of wonderful things to be thankful for. I've had the great privilege over the last number of years to travel abroad a lot. And as a matter of fact, I have been to 18 countries in the last 17 years. And so much of that is due to the ministry and the, the work that we do abroad and some of the people that we work very closely with. And I'll mention this person's name, Bishop Tudor Bismarck, who is a very dear friend, someone that I respect and honor and have been had the privilege of serving his work for so many years. But because of him, in many ways, uh, I've been able to travel the world, and I'm thankful for that. But, you know, for those of us who live here in the States, I want to say not everybody in the world is an American, and the whole world really doesn't think or function just the way we do. And when you travel abroad, you are able to, to gain a perspective on things that's quite different than what we're accustomed to here. As a matter of fact, I think the more a person travels the more they realize that we as Americans have slipped into a mindset that is far from grateful. Uh, we're, we're more attuned to greed and avarice and bitterness possibly for the things that we don't have. And in many respects, our hearts have become hardened and we are no longer a grateful culture. It seems we have developed in our American culture a non-thankful attitude really towards all aspects of life. It really concerns me that our children, man, these little kids growing up today, uh, are are so out of touch with this fundamental mindset that's so critical to success and to life, and that is just to to be thankful, to say thank you, to go out of their way to to say to their mom or their dad or a mentor or a father figure, man, I really appreciate what it is you're doing in my life. That's just something that's foreign to so many people. We are always quick to complain 
and we seem to have gripe-itis because everything that doesn't go just the way we think it ought to, uh, we allow that to dominate our thinking and our mind that day and in that moment. And so, so many are quick to complain, but slow to show gratitude. The truth is, we, we fuss over very insignificant things, and rarely do we take the time to appreciate just the simple things. Things such as just having a roof over our head, things such as a big menu at a drive through I mean, some people don't have choices. They're, they're glad to have whatever they're provided to eat or to drink, and yet we have so many choices, it's almost sickening. We tend to take for granted so many of God's blessings, and our hearts in our present culture are so focused on negativity rather than the good that we see in others or in things that are around us. Well, for those of us listening to this podcast in this part of the world, the Thanksgiving holiday is just around the corner for us. And for those of you listening in other parts of the world, I want to say the principles that I'm going to be talking about here for a few moments are are the same everywhere at all times because Thanksgiving should not be a day. Thanksgiving should be a lifestyle. In our country, Thanksgiving is built around an historical event that references back to the beginning of our nation. And uh, in many ways, the United States was birthed at a table of Thanksgiving, if you can imagine that. And so I think it's appropriate for us at this particular time to look at becoming a person who really walks in and lives in a space called gratitude and gratefulness and thanksgiving. I want to confess to you that as a leader, I'm often guilty of taking, taking for granted the many blessings and the privileges that I've been given. And sometimes I don't take the time to acknowledge or share my gratitude the way that I should. And, and more and more as I've gotten older these last couple of years, it's just really been in the forefront of my mind that I want to tell people, I want to share my gratitude. I want to make sure that I go out of my way to say, you know, I don't often tell you, but you mean a lot to me, and I want to thank you for, for being in my life. And this is so important. So if you hear a little tenderness in my heart today, it's because I've really been focusing the last number of weeks leading up to this podcast. And uh, really in the last 72 hours, I've been focusing on writing out a list of things that I'm thankful for because it's easy for us to slide back into a mode of complaining and griping and, and not being thankful. So I want to take a few minutes today just to lead you by example, and in some way, it's my prayer, to inspire your heart so that it would be turned toward an attitude of thankfulness and gratitude. Well, I read this passage today in the book of Psalms because, frankly, it gives us an amazing track to run on. As in this particular passage, there are so many specific things for which the psalmist David expresses his own thankfulness. And so for a couple of minutes, I want to just go through that and share with you as if I were sharing my list of things I was thankful for, but from that passage, I would begin like this. I'm thankful first to God because he is God. He is the one who created me. He made me. He is the one who provides me his leadership. 
I am his possession. He loves me, and I'm thankful for that. I'm so thankful that he is always faithful towards me. You can't begin to imagine how thankful I am that he pardons all of my iniquities. You say, man, you're, you're admitting to iniquities? Let me tell you something. All have sinned and come short of God's presence, his glory, and his expectation. Yet we have a God, we have a loving Father who not only cares for us, but the fact is he, he just looks at us as his children. He says, you know what? It's a mistake, and let's correct that. But I'm going to pardon all of your iniquities. I'm thankful he's done that in my life. I'm thankful that he heals all of my diseases. I'm thankful today that he redeems me from the pit. I don't know about you, but there are moments in my life where I feel like I am in a deep pit, a dark place. There are seasons that I know we go through in our lives where things aren't going the way that we would like for them to, and sometimes it's a bit overwhelming. There depression tries to creep in, and and you get this sense of the entire weight of the world coming in on your shoulders, and it feels as though you've been tossed into some deep, dark hole. But in this passage today, David says, I'm thankful because he redeems me from the pit that I'm in. I'm thankful because he crowns me with loving kindness, and he crowns me with compassion. That's just unbelievable. I don't deserve it at times. I, I, I just, I'm not that good, but I'm so grateful and I'm so thankful that my heavenly father crowns me with his kindness. It's a loving kindness. He crowns me with compassion because there are moments when he looks upon me and he says, oh, my heart has so much compassion for my child. I'm thankful that he satisfies all of my years with good things. What a great confession that is. You hear me? He satisfies my life, my years, with good things. You say, well, you don't know the bad things that have happened to me. I, I get it. I have had bad things happen in my life, and I totally understand that sometimes bad things happen to good people. But you know what? I can rest in this assurance that God, my loving Father, satisfies my years with good things. I'm thankful that my youth is renewed like the eagle. That means I'm not going to be limited to a ground-level game. I'm not going to be stuck in the, the yard like chickens just pecking around trying to find something to scavenge. No, my youth is going to be renewed like the eagle. I'm going to soar higher than I've ever soared before. I'm going to reach levels I've never reached before. I'm going to have accomplishments and successes that I never dreamed possible because I'm going higher. I'm going to have vision like never before because my youth is being renewed like an eagle. I'm thankful today. The psalmist goes on to say that he performs righteous deeds and judgments on my behalf. I'm thankful that I have God in my corner. That means that there are times in my life when I don't even know how to write something. I don't know how to deal with something that's, that's coming into my life by way of opposition, but this word here says that he performs righteous deeds and judgments on my behalf. He comes to represent me, and I'm thankful that he does that. 
I'm thankful again that he is compassionate towards me. I'm thankful that he is gracious towards me. I'm really thankful for this last one that comes from this passage. I'm thankful that my loving father is slow to anger and he never runs short of love when it comes to me. Man, you know what? If this week all you did was meditate on this passage in the book of Psalms, Psalms 103, if that's all you did this week and you took these 16 or 17 or 18 things here that we've drawn out of there and you just spent time saying, I'm just grateful that I have a God that provides me this kind of life and these kinds of benefits. That would be a tremendous change of attitude in your heart because you can't really think about those kinds of things without your attitude shifting towards gratefulness and thankfulness. Well, a few weeks ago, I invited a group of people that are in my life to join me in a little exercise. And that was that over the course of the next week or two, I challenged them to sit down a few minutes a day and write out the things that they are thankful for. And a lot of people have taken me up on this, and it's been really an amazing process to see how people's hearts and minds are changing because when you take time to stop and think about all of the blessings and all of the benefits and all of the the gifts that you have in your life, you really can't help but have an attitude adjustment. And so I never ask anyone to do anything that I haven't done myself or don't do myself. And so for a number of weeks now, I've been writing my list. And I asked them specifically to write 25 things. And, and the truth is, I could list out 100 things if I simply took the time each day to, to ponder and think about it. But I want to share with you today, just by way of example, the 25 top things that, I, that came to my heart that I wanted to express not only to God, but to others that I'm thankful for. I want to tell you going in that it surprised me that the first 14 of the 25 things had to do with relationships in my life. And I think that probably if we are looking at this from an objective and a very productive place, you'll find that to be true as well, because really everything in life is about relationships. Everything in life is about being connected to someone besides just me, myself, and I. And so my inspiration and my motivation to share my personal Thanksgiving list with you comes out of a heart to inspire you and to prime the pump and to to help you to begin thinking about, man, I have so much to be thankful for. And so if you would indulge me today on this podcast, I want to share with you some of the things and some of the people that I'm thankful for. Number one, I am so thankful for a relationship with God. I'm thankful that he has redeemed me. I'm thankful that he has saved me. I'm really thankful that he's healed my life because it hasn't been that long ago that my life was in serious trouble. But I'm thankful that I have a father that loves me. I'm thankful for my wife. She is my partner for life. She is my lover. She is my friend. She is my right hand and probably my left hand too. 
She is an amazing person, and I am grateful that God gave me Sabrina. I'm thankful for Christian, my son, my firstborn. I'm thankful for his heart, for his love for God. I'm thankful for his leadership. I'm thankful for the amazing heart of compassion he has for others. And I'm thankful for the relationship that God has given me with him over these last 18, almost 19 years. I cherish it. I'm thankful for my daughter, Abigail, which, by the way, her name means a father's joy. I'm thankful that she is a person who loves to spend time with God. She loves to worship and she loves to sing. She's very sensitive to the needs of others. And Abigail is my my little girl, but she's also my girlfriend. And so for anybody out there who might have seen her picture on my website and you have eyes for her, know this. Uh, She's my girl until God says so. But I'm grateful for this precious gift that God's put in my life. You know, I'm really thankful for my mother. My dad passed away in 1999, and... My mother continued living in Houston, Texas for a number of years, but a few years ago she moved to Dallas-Fort Worth to be close to her children and her grandchildren. And in the last few years since she's been here, I, I have just become so thankful that, one, she is still with me and she's still with us. And I'm also thankful that our relationship is closer today than it's ever been before. And I'm thankful that God has given me the opportunity in this season of my life to serve her and take care of her and be close to her. I'm thankful for my in-laws. And I know not everybody can probably say that with an honest heart. (laughs) And I chuckle about that because we have all kinds of stories about in-laws. But I'm thankful for George and Sadie. Those are my in-laws because they are precious, amazing, sweet people. They're compassionate. They're generous. They support us and they love us and they believe in my wife and I and in our children and again, in their life, it's such an honor to, to serve them and be close to them in this season. I'm also specifically thankful for my brother-in-law because even though he didn't like me a lot when I first came into the family, because I was taking away his sister and his best friend, I've come to love and respect and honor him because he is such a gentle giant. He works hard. He loves God. He's a, a friend to my wife. He's a friend to me. I've not met many people in my life that are more loyal than my brother-in-law, Timothy. And I'm so thankful for what he has poured into his niece and his nephew, my children, over the last number of years. He's an amazing man, and I'm grateful for him. I'm thankful for Bishop Tudor and Pastor Chichi Bismarck. And these names may not mean anything to you as I begin to mention other people besides my family, but... In 1996, I had the pleasure of meeting Bishop Tudor Bismarck, and and the same year I traveled for the very first time to Zimbabwe and began a relationship with he and his wife and his family. And for these 17 years, now almost 18 years, we have worked together, served together. I've had the privilege of serving their vision and what God's put in their life to accomplish But I'm also grateful for the friendship and the mentorship and the the times when they have spoken into mine and Sabrina's life. I'm so grateful for them, and I love them with all of my heart. And 
Honestly, I don't know where I'd be in my life today if not for this relationship. I'm very grateful for my pastor, my spiritual father, Dr. Richard Hurd. He has been truly a father to me on so many levels. He's been a mentor. He is a coach. And he is truly a friend. And his words of wisdom, his genuine concern for my today and my tomorrow has meant more to me over the last number of years than I could express to you. I'm very grateful for this great man. I'm thankful today for my Covenant International Worship Center family. This is the group of people that I've had the, the honor of serving as their lead pastor for 11 years. What an amazing group of people. Dreamers and workers and people who are growing and becoming what God's called them to be. And we've gone through many wonderful times. We've gone through some sad times. We've been through some changing times. But I'm thankful that God allowed Sabrina and I for the last 11 years to be a part of this amazing group of people, and we continue to be thankful for them. Now, this is going to get a little bit dicey here, but you'll see that I'm, I'm now moving into some categories of relationships that really came to my heart and to my mind. So I'm thankful for old friends, and I don't mean old by sense of their age, but I'm talking about the, the number of years the decades that we've known these people and done life with them and gone through trials and difficult times and seasons and, and happy moments and the birth of their children, the dedication of their babies and, and them helping us with our kids and just doing life with people, old friends. Some of these, not all of these, but some of these include the Swindle family and the Blantons, the Harrises, the Garcias, the Andrades, my great friend since 1980, Van Dean, who I love and care for so very much. I am so grateful because some relationships are truly for a lifetime, and I'm so blessed to have them in my life. I'm thankful for mentors who are friends and friends who are mentors, people like John Kuhn, who came into my life seven or eight years ago and has been a father figure and a mentor and a faith builder in my life. Bishop Joseph Garlington, Pastor Mike Massa, Kevin Williams, and, and so many others that have stood by me and been a confidant that I could speak with and share with and be real with. And I'm so grateful for these great men in my life that have chosen to walk alongside of us and, and be that to us. I'm so, so thankful. I'm thankful for the working relationships that I have. And these are people that do day-to-day -day business with us. But Leona Anderson, who is the administrator's administrator, Hannah Kinch, my great friend Matthew Castile, who he and his team do such a wonderful job serving us to make sure that our website and our podcast or, and our multimedia and all of our uh, social media is, is done with excellence. For people like Sharonda Scott, who we introduced on this program not too long ago, but she has faithfully served the vision of the ties that bind in our healing ministries for some time now and shared her heart and her life and her expertise with us uh, in various areas. So grateful for these working relationships. I'm grateful for new relationships. Man, I tell you what, nothing can change your world quicker than the freshness and the beauty of new relationships. And over the last 18 months, God has just introduced some wonderful people to me.
my good friend Cliff Ravenscraft, who is just, uh, man, I value him so much, and I'm so grateful. Ray Edwards, who I just recently met uh, officially. We've talked by email, by phone, but Ray Edwards, uh, we connected here a few weeks ago at the Platform Conference, and what a divine connection. What an amazing time that was to speak to him and share life with him. Michael Hyatt, who has, through his conferences and his training programs and the various services that he offers, he serves people with such excellence, and he has impacted my life, and it's a relationship that I'm grateful for. Ken Davis, the same thing. Michelle Cachette. My friend John Morgan. If you don't know who John Morgan is, you need you owe it to yourself to go to johncmorgan.com and, and check out his website because he is an amazing man of God, amazing Christian, amazing believer, with great talent and such a great story. And we recently spent quite a bit of time together and, and learned about each other's lives, and, and God forged a wonderful relationship there, so I'm thankful for him. And there's so many others that I can mention. Uh, that's the problem with mentioning names is there's no way to not leave somebody out, but it's not intentional. I'm also thankful for health and quality of life. I'm thankful f- that God has given me years to live. I tell people all the time I'm going to live to be 104, but I'm so thankful for health and strength. I'm thankful for, for financial blessing and provision. I'm thankful that my family and I have been blessed to live a comfortable life and a life where we've never wanted for anything. We don't live high on the hog, and we don't live beyond our means, but God has provided us great blessing and great provision, and I am so grateful for that. I'm grateful for a beautiful home that God gave us some 15, 16 years ago now, and that home is my sanctuary. It's a place where my wife and I and our children can go to to just be with family and to be in an environment that is away from the noise and away from the, the hustle and the bustle. I'm grateful for that home. This may seem a little strange to you, but I'm grateful for a new car. And I'm telling people now that I just got the most fantastic new old car uh, because I just received recently a 2001 model Acura CL two-door coupe that is beautiful and spotless, it's in immaculate condition. It runs like a charm. It feels great to drive, and I don't owe anything on it. And I'm grateful for that. It's little things. It's the simple things that we can be grateful for. I'm grateful that God has allowed me to have influence in nations and influence with people. It's the message and the heart and the, the drive to see people become what they're called to be that has opened many doors for us, and I'm grateful for influence and favor in Romania and in southern Africa and in the U.K. and other parts of Eastern Europe, churches that we associate with. I'm so grateful, and I'm so thankful. I'm really grateful for a new and a growing platform that God has is helping us to build and to grow. I'm grateful that that platform is going to allow us to heal and train more people and reach more people with a message of hope. I am thankful today, ladies and gentlemen, for a sharp mind, the gift of counsel, the gift of wisdom. I'm glad and thankful that God has allowed me to to operate with creative problem-solving abilities and intuitions. It's a gift. These are gifts that God gives so that we can accomplish our purpose, but I, I have to tell him that I'm thankful that you've allowed my mind to, to think the way I think. 
I'm always thankful for opportunities to learn. I'm actually thankful that God's given me a desire to be a learner. In recent months and years, I've been able to attend conferences like SCORE and Platform and going to be attending another conference in April coming up and uh, training programs and books and things that I'm constantly filling my mind with. I'm so thankful that God gives us the opportunity to learn and to grow ourselves. I'm thankful for my passions and my personality type. And my personality may rub some people wrong, but you know what? God gave me this personality style, and it's because it's related to my purpose. But I'm, I'm grateful for the passions he put in my heart, for the, the propensity to dream. I'm grateful that I'm driven to accomplish and to succeed and to make a difference. I am very grateful for the gift of flight, the gift of aviation. You say, what in the world are you talking about? Well, if you don't know, I'm a commercial pilot. I have ratings, instrument ratings, multi-engine ratings, and a commercial license. And flying has been one of those passions in my heart for many years. And and I don't want to overlook the fact that God put that thing in my heart. And I'm thankful that he gave me that gift because in past times, but more than that, in years to come, that gift is going to allow me to reach more people with this message. My 25th thing is I'm thankful that my success and fulfilling God's plan on my life is not dependent on anyone else except me and God. I'm thankful that I am not limited to or constrained to someone else's expectations. I'm thankful that what God has for me and me fulfilling that plan in my life is up to me. And that's an opportunity that I am so grateful for. Well, that's 25 things that I am thankful for. And what I want to do right now is challenge you. Challenge, I want to challenge you to be a man or be a woman or be a young person who develops intentionally an attitude and a posture of gratefulness and thanksgiving. It shouldn't be something we do one time a year around the table before we partake of a Thanksgiving lunch or dinner. It should be something that every day of our life we take time and we offer thanksgiving to the Lord and to those that we care about and that we're thankful for. So I want to offer you this challenge this week. I want to give you five things that I believe you can do to develop an attitude of thankfulness. Number one, this week, right away, take a few minutes each day to consider the things you're thankful for. Literally stop what you're doing, sit down in a comfortable place, close your eyes, let all the noise subside, and just focus your mind for a little bit on what am I thankful for? I believe if you become intentional about that, it will overwhelm you at the things that God will bring to your mind. Now, number two, as these things come to your mind, I want to ask you to write them down on a list or in your journal. Write them down. Put them in writing. Document. I'm thankful for this. And you know something that I've done, and you probably heard it in me sharing this with you today? I didn't just write a person's name that I was thankful for. I took the time to write why I was thankful for that person, why I was thankful for that provision or that blessing, because it's not enough just to spit off a list. I believe from your heart you should share, this is why I'm thankful for you. 
This is why I'm thankful for this blessing. These are my reasons. So write it down on a list or in a journal. Now, if you list individuals or relationships that you're thankful for, which I'm sure that you will, I want to challenge you to tell them. If you put a name on a piece of paper, I'm thankful for this person. I want to challenge you to find a way to communicate to them that you're thankful for them and why. You can write them a card. You can send them an email. Better yet, call them. Meet with them. Look them eyeball to eyeball and say, I, I just need you to know that you mean something in my life, and I don't, ever, I don't want you to ever think that I take you for granted. You are important to me. Doing life with you matters to me. Tell them why they're thank, you're thankful for them. You'll be surprised at what a difference it will make. Number four, the things that you've written down on your list and in your journal, I want you to read these each day out loud if you can, but read them at least once or twice a day. Just read through that list and remind yourself. Let that thankfulness become a part of your daily habit, especially during this week that's upcoming during Thanksgiving week. I'd like for you every day to take that list out in the morning, maybe before you go to bed at night and pull it out one more time and read out loud. And do it in the first person, I am thankful for, and you fill in the blank. I am thankful for, fill in the blank. And number five, thank God each day for the things that you're grateful for. Thank God for that friend. Thank God for that spouse. Thank God for your children. Thank God for those mentors and those pastors and those coaches, the people that have invested in your life and poured something into you. Thank God for those. So number one, Take a few minutes each day to consider what you're thankful for. Number two, write it down on a list or in a journal. Number three, for the relationships that you list, find a way to communicate to that person that you're thankful and tell them why. Number four, read your list out loud at least once or twice a day so that this can begin to be a mantra in your heart and in your mind and it begins to shift your attitude towards thankfulness. And number five, Take time each day to thank your Heavenly Father for the many blessings, for the provision, for the relationships, and all the blessings He's put in your life. I want to close with another verse of Scripture from the book of Psalms. It's Psalm 100. It says, Shout joyfully to the Lord all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before Him with joyful singing. Know that the Lord Himself, He is God, and it is he who has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people. We are the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Did you hear that? You enter into his presence with this attitude of thanksgiving. Give thanks to him and bless his name. Why? For the Lord is good. His loving kindness is everlasting. And his faithfulness is to all generations. Well, if you'd like to comment on this episode, I want to invite you to go to brianholmes.com. As a matter of fact, 
I would like to ask you to do something for me today. This is something I've, I've not asked before, but you know what? Specifically, go to brianholmes.com today. Go to the comment section of this episode, brianholmes.com forward slash 019. And I want to challenge anyone who hears this podcast to write in the comment section one thing you're thankful for. Just, man, let's blow up the comments mechanism on my website with Thanksgiving this week. But go to the show notes, go to the comments area, and engage with us there in conversation. Next week, we're going to actually be taking a break from podcasting, and here's why I'm going to do this. I want to tell you why. I'm not being lazy. In fact, I've got some things already in the can that I could share with you next week. But you know what? Here's what I want you to do next week. The time you'd be listening to this podcast, take those few minutes and spend it doing this challenge that I gave you today. Or better yet, just be with family. Be with the people you love. Share time and moments and and interaction with those that you care the most about and offer to them and to God this week a beautiful heart of thanksgiving. If you want to leave a question for us on any topic, again, do so at brianholmes.com, and we are so delighted for you to have you engaging with us along these kinds of lines. Well, a couple of quick announcements here. I have just a couple of more openings for coaching clients. If you would like to have us uh, speak with you about the possibility of becoming your coach, your mentor, someone who will help you to accomplish the things that God has given you to do, be sure to contact us through our website, We'd be happy to discuss the possibility of becoming your coach with you. If you'd like to have me speak at your church, at your conference, uh, maybe at a leadership event or some other uh, gathering, we would love to have the opportunity to serve you in that capacity. Go to brianholmes.com forward slash speaking for more information about that. Well, next year is going to be a fabulous year. 2014 is going to be your best year and my best year ever. I hope you believe that. And so my last announcement today is this. I'm going to be having a live workshop sometime in the early part of the year, either late January or early, early February, and it's going to be a new beginnings workshop for 2014. This workshop is going to be a six-hour workshop. It's going to be intense. It's going to be cram-packed with phenomenal content and information that's going to help you to become the best you can be in the new year. So what am I going to be teaching about? I'm going to be talking about how to let go of your past once and for all. You do not want to go out of 2013 carrying the same junk you've been dealing with in 13. You want to go into 2014 with a clean slate, putting your past behind you and looking forward unto that which God has for you. So I'm going to talk about how to let go of your past once and for all. I'm also going to be talking about how to reignite your dreams, how to reignite your dreams. What is the dream that God has put in your heart for the new year. Number three, I'm going to be talking about how to develop a strategic plan. Okay, once I identify this dream, this thing that I want to see happen in my life in 2014, how do I go about really building a plan to to make sure that I follow that out and finish that and make it happen? We're going to talk about that. The last thing we're going to do in that session uh, in January, February, is going to be we're going to do a, a session where you will be activated for that new season activated to go out and launch into this new place, this new beginning. So I want you to watch closely. I'm going to be announcing the date in a couple of weeks. So watch our website closely for that. If you live in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, I would love to have you come. If you live Houston, Austin, anywhere, frankly, in the nation, if it's important to you and you believe it will be a benefit to you, I want to invite you to come and be a part of that. I believe it will absolutely change 
the trajectory of your year for 2014. Well, lastly, I want to just talk to you about subscribing to our podcast, subscribing to that in iTunes, also subscribing to our website for our email updates. We'd love to have you be a part and be notified as we're doing things like this New Beginnings Workshop. Share this with your friends. Help us to get the word out. If you find this podcast of value, if you believe this is really being helpful in your life, the favor I'd like to ask is for you to go to iTunes and rate us and comment about what this podcast means to you. That would do a, just a great service for us, and we would greatly, greatly appreciate it. Well, I trust that something that we've shared today has really challenged you. I, I want you to be a person of gratitude and thankfulness. You know, the other alternative is not that great, I'm just going to tell you. So take the challenge today. The five things we gave you to do, I challenge you to go do those this week and see if it doesn't shift something in your heart towards becoming a person of, of thanksgiving and gratitude. Well, again, we're delighted you've been with us today. Thank you for taking of your time. Thank you for sharing this with friends and people that you care about, that you love. Until next time, remember this. You are made in the image of God. You were designed for a phenomenal and very specific purpose, and you are destined for greatness. The whole world is waiting for you to show up. We'll see you next week.